You're listening to the Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Burita. I'm a 16-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law and leadership topics, company leaders like CEOs, managers, and HR professionals would often ask me where can they find a little more information on this and a little more information on that. Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people only have 30 or 15 or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to company leaders. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Legal Skinny podcast. Today, we're going to talk about driving. Uh, Driving is sort of a curious thing, you know, both for me at the professional and personal level. Well, yes, from a lawyer's perspective, there's all different kinds of liability when it comes to driving, especially when your employees are driving while conducting company business. On a personal level, though, when I think about driving, I think there's a lot of life lessons to driving. It's a bit of a rite of passage to even get to drive, uh, you know, a welcoming into the adult world, if you will. So so when I think about driving, I think about not only those two um two ideas, but also, you know, what's curious to me is all the, all the opinions that people have about driving, um, you know, about what kind of car people drive about, you know, how they drive. I mean, in all honesty, no matter how good a driver someone thinks they are, there's always someone else who thinks they're not that great of a driver. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, they think what they do or they don't do, uh, you know, they isn't right and they should be doing something different. You know, this could be, you know, other drivers on the road, you know, family members, friends, whoever. You may have even had, you know, uh, experienced a significant other expressing their opinion about your driving. Or maybe you're the one expressing your opinion about their driving. Like, uh, you're driving too slow. You're driving too fast. That was a red light. (laughs) Why didn't you park over there? What's wrong with this parking space? Or, uh, um, can you pass this guy already? (laughs) Like, you know, um, (laughs) even worse in like, besides all the random comments and, and driving opinions, you know, there's this, there's so much room, uh, for these opinions to transfer into other more, um, you know, you know, different thoughts that are, you know, more dangerous, I guess the potential stereotypes, women are bad drivers, Teenagers are reckless drivers, you know, um, even driving and making driving status comments based on someone's race, right? Do you know there's even stereotypes about the type of car you drive? You're probably like, yeah, Trisha, I totally knew that. Well, I was, uh, I was reading an article on drivingline.com and it has a ridiculous list of 26 car owner stereotypes which were pretty extensive and funny. I won't go into all of them. You're welcome to check it out at drivingline.com. But when I was reading it, it was like, 
let me just go through a few of them. Okay. One was like Porsche drivers are all dentists. Um, and, and Volvo drivers still carry around Thomas guides. I, I actually had to go Google that one. Cause I was like, sounds familiar. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's this, uh, paperback spiral bound atlas that have street maps of big cities in the U.S. So I guess it isn't a positive review for the Volvo drivers. <laughs> They're not using Google Maps. Um, let's see. Range Rover owners aren't the least bit outdoorsy um, and they know it, <laughs> even though they want to maybe pretend to be. Um, the, there was a common um, one of the, the owner stereotypes was Nissan GTR owners have to tell you that they could have bought a Porsche, but that, you know, the Nissan GTR is a car for real drivers. Oh, and then the article writer, Matt, a McCodden, goes on to say, remember, um, Nissan GTR owners are likely not a dentist, <laughs> which, because he said all dentists um, are Porsche drivers. So, I mean, um, it was pretty funny. I mean, feel free to check it out, like I said, but uh, there's a lot of car crazy stereotypes out there. And, and you know, commentary for car owners, um, you know, about how they drive just because of the kind of car they have. I mean, the last one I'll mention is, and I had heard this one before, and then um, the writer, Matt, kind of added to it as well. But uh, I had heard this before that Corvette owners, you know, they all wear golf shirts shorts, long white socks pulled up high and new balance shoes. You know, um, the writer Matt called it out saying specifically, he said C5 Corvette owners all dress like dorky dads. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of ouch. Like if you're a Corvette driver. So look, you know, when it comes to driving, people are personal about their opinions about their own driving and about your driving and a bit judgy about it all as well. And, you know, these stereotypes, they naturally come up. I think they've just been told from generation to generation or circumstances or jokes through friends. But I mean, some of it, you know, um, goes a little too far. And and certainly older drivers, um, older people driving is definitely one of these stereotypes that's out out there. It comes up, you know, in these types of conversations. Like when, what do you think about when you think about older drivers? Look, my grandma's 93 and she's still driving. I mean, I think she goes to like the grocery store and back, maybe out to lunch, uh, a doctor's appointment or church. But I'm sure when she's out on the road, like everybody else, people have opinions about her driving. She's not a super fast driver, and she definitely has her hands at the 10 and 2, right? And I don't think she's a bad driver. I think she's very routine. And honestly, she's driven like that as long as I've known her, which is decades. <laughs> so this is like way before she was 93. And you know what? That kind of works for her, right? Um, I mean, one time we pulled up to this little shop she wanted to go in, and she like drove she was like driving all around the parking lot. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, dude, where is she going? But I didn't say anything. You know, I want to be respectful. And then she like picked this parking space that she had picked out, right? And and she could pull pull all the way through, you know, so you don't have to like back up or reverse out of the space. And I was like, oh, hey, uh, this is a good spot, grandma. <laughs> That's what I said. And she was like, 
Yeah, I know. I always pick spots where I can pull through. I think, why make life harder on myself trying to back out and reverse and all that? Just make life easy as I can. And I thought, well, well, that's a really good point, (laughs) Grandma. Why make it more difficult than it needs to be? I mean, how can we make choices that make life easier on us as company leaders? I mean, or as entrepreneurs? I mean, there's a lot of ways to think about this thought my grandma gave me. But when it comes to driving and people driving on behalf of your company, um, like I said at the beginning, there's lots of different issues associated with it. But for today, let's talk about these older drivers. And specifically, I want to talk about an EEOC lawsuit that was filed in February 2020 against the employer White River Health System, Inc. Um, This employer's headquartered in Batesville, Arkansas, and the lawsuit was regarding age discrimination and older drivers. So in the lawsuit, the EEOC alleges White River fired four employees because White River's insurance policy excluded anyone over the age of 72 from driving. Now, you know, of course, the EOC um, started to state the facts about what they're alleging happened in the lawsuit, right? Whether White River exactly agrees with that. They say that there's a bit of a dispute, but on the merits of the case. But the facts that the EOC alleges are that the employees that were over the age of 72 had driven for several years without incident. So before this issue of the insurance came up, they were already driving for the company and they were over the age of 72 at the time. And that when this issue of the insurance came up, uh, allegedly the company made no attempt to secure alternative driver's insurance that would cover the employees. And remember, as usual with these settlement agreements, like I said, you know, well, they don't agree on the merits of the case. um, There was a resolution that the EOC and White River Health System came to about how to resolve it so they don't have to move forward in the lawsuit. And and that is what ended up in the EOC press release talking about this two-year consent decree that White River Health System had to agree to in order to resolve the matter with the EOC. And, and the reason that's important is because what happened and what they said in the two-year consent decree, I think, really gives insight into what the EOC was concerned about with for this employer and for other businesses that may run into the same situation. So in the two-year consent decree that was entered into by Judge D.P. Marshall Jr. Uh, is um, that White River is going to pay four employ- the four employees $52,500 in back pay and that White River is enjoined from terminating or failing to hire any employees with driving responsibilities because of the individual's age. The White River will not discriminate based on age in the purchase of insurance for employees who have driving responsibilities, and that before renewing or purchasing any commercial automobile insurance policies, White River will contact a minimum of three insurance companies to ascertain whether it can obtain policies which do not exclude from coverage any drivers age 40 or older based on their age. White River also will review its existing equal employment opportunity policies to ensure the policies show a strong and clear commitment to preventing unlawful age discrimination and retaliation, and that White River will conduct training for its senior center employees on the requirements of ADEA, including specifics on age discrimination and hiring and promotion. And the training piece was 
um, pretty heavily explained there in the decree. White River also will provide to the EEOC any complaints that of each discrimination and the responses that White River gives regarding those complaints. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff that uh, this this company ended up having to do. Um, so, so what do you think about what happened to this business? I mean, are you wondering what kind of insurance is available for older drivers? Like, did the business get a fair shake here? First off, older individuals can get car insurance, right? Remember my grandmother, she's, she's not driving around without insurance. <laughs> um, but are there challenges for a company getting car insurance for their employees if they're older? And the answer is, yeah, possibly yes. It could be more expensive. It may not be the company you deal with at the rate you negotiated. You know, and the EEOC's two comments um, make it clear that that is not something that <laughs> that they think should get in the way of the employer making sure that, you know, they're not discriminating on people's age uh, when it comes to driving. Uh, specifically, in the EEOC press release, Edmund Sims, the acting district director of the Memphis District Office, stated, in fiscal year 2020, more than 24,000 charges, okay, or 20% of the charges filed with EEOC claimed age discrimination. And this case serves as a reminder that employers may not set arbitrary age limits to displace older workers who are satisfactorily performing their jobs. And then Faye Williams, the regional director of the EEOC's Memphis District Office, which has the jurisdiction that includes Arkansas, stated, the primary purpose of Congress when passing the Age Discrimination and Employment Act, the ADEA, was to promote employment of older persons based on their ability rather than their age. She said, an employee's value does not disappear simply because he or she has reached a certain age. The problem that this company got into, according to the EOC, is that they, you know, allegedly in summary just said, uh, you're too old to drive because our insurance won't cover you, right? And they didn't go on and move forward and, and make any attempts to sort of fix those issues related to the insurance. Hence why the two-year consent decree goes over and over again about how they have to, you know, call a bunch of other insurance companies, make some, you know, inquiries as to make sure that they're not discriminating against individuals because there's no evidence set forth at least. Um, and, and again, maybe, you know, maybe the employer had this evidence, but it, it seems to me that, that since, you know, if it truly was that they were letting them go because the insurance coverage wasn't there and not because the people weren't good drivers, then you're going to have an issue, right? Because, you know, that's where the discrimination issues come up. So, um, so sometimes this comes up, you know, when, when I'm dealing with, with my entrepreneurs and company leaders, you know, a third party situation affects their actions. And they tell me, Hey, look, you know, Trisha, we didn't, you know, we did this because of blank, for instance, blank, fill in the blank, whatever. And it can be anything like we paid wages this way because everyone in the industry is doing it like this. Or we paid wages this way because our competitors are doing this. Or we were told by XYZ party that we can't do this. So we did that. And I'm here to tell you 
<laughs> that these government agencies in investigating businesses like the Department of Labor um, or the EEOC in this case, they don't care about all your fancy reasons about what third parties did. You know, they care about you. At the point when we're, you know, talking to government agencies, you're the fly in the spider's web. And pointing to all the reasons you got caught in the web aren't going to move the spider to not eat you, okay? And believe me, it can be painful to endure. If, if you're not sure about that, go read the consent decree for this employer, White River Health, that, you know, and how extensive it is. So don't do that, friends. Don't fall into the trap thinking reliance on a third party will save you. It's more often than not, not going to save you, okay? And in this case, the list I just read about how, you know, showing what the EOC wanted the business to do, to look around and find other insurance that will insure these drivers, you know, it's something that they could have done probably, right? And maybe you're thinking, is this really fair? Well, that's not the question you should be asking. <laughs> It should be, did the business leaders allow this third party to direct how they made company decisions without giving consideration to the Age Discrimination and Employment Act, the ADEA? Takeaway for today, own your leadership choices and know from this clear example that driving comes with its own biases and age is one of them that the EOC is not going to tolerate. And when it comes to making a choice as a leader, maybe we all should take a little of my grandma's advice. Make it easy on yourself and think what's the easiest way this is going to go your way to set yourself up for success. We all don't need to be car drifting like we are on the Fast and Furious movies. Maybe we just need to make it where we don't have to reverse back out through life because of the choices we made getting into the current situation we are in. And that's the legal skinny on beware saying grandma is too old to drive. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Legal Skinny Podcast. I would love for you to go to www.legalskinny.com forward slash review to learn the super simple way to leave me a review to tell me which topics and guests you like. I value your thoughts and your review helps me support more company leaders just like you to grow as a leader themselves and to grow successful teams. I also drop the link in the show notes if that's easier for you. And while you're there, check out all the other resources I have for you as a company leader. And don't forget our disclaimer to remember legal skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.